Aiden is a fantastic host on this podcast. He's always got something to say in a good way. He connects with his audience and guests easily. And the idea behind the podcast is great. Five stars. That's a fresh review that's just been left over on Apple Podcasts for Songs That Changed You. Hello, welcome to the show. My name is Aiden. I will be your friendly neighborhood host. And if you haven't left a podcast review yet, wherever you're listening right now, please leave a review. It really helps out the show, helps bump it up in the algorithms and charts and things, and so more people can discover it. My guest today is somebody that South Australians have had on the TV screen pretty much every night for over a decade now. He carries himself with integrity and positivity, and if you run into Brenton Raglis on the street, he's always got time for you. He'll give you a hug, shake your hand, ask how your day's going. He's the best. He also knows how to talk. I don't think you're going to hear much from me on this episode, but that's not a bad thing. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Yes, time to talk music once again. It's songs that changed you, songs that have impacted your life in a significant way. And joining me today to talk music is a man that we see on the TV screens every night on Channel 9. It is Brenton Ragless. Hey, hey. Aiden, great to be with you. Thanks for inviting me on board. Now, this is exciting. Uh, For those that are outside of South Australia, can we say you're the Peter Hitchener of South Australia or the, (laughs) who's the Sydney guy? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Peter Overton. So you got Peter go. Overton in Sydney uh, and Peter Hitchner in Melbourne and uh, myself, Brenton, here in Adelaide. Uh, born and bred, born in, in Blackwood in South Australia in 1976 and uh, and I love Adelaide, very parochial about it. And you've been on the screens for a while now. Like, is it 13 years? Uh, 15 now. Wow, and okay. certainly not anything that I, you know, left school thinking one day I would become a newsreader on television. You know, when I finished high school, which is now almost 30 years ago, in fact, 1993, I finished up at Blackwood High. Television wasn't even on the radar. In fact, I was quite clueless, which is why this song we're going to talk about is so crucial for me in those early founding years of, of faith development and so on. But uh, yeah, I had no idea that one day I would end up 30 years later as a uh, news presenter for Nine here in Adelaide. Started out in community radio, followed in Dad's footsteps as a volunteer firefighter with the Country Fire Service here in South Australia. It's called different things in different states. But basically, it uh, was part of the pathway eventually that would get me to become a newsreader here. Originally, weather presenter. Started out as a weather presenter, was presenting the weather for six years, and now I've been reading the news since, so 15 and all up. Well, let's dive into that song you alluded to before. Brenton, what have you chosen today? Well, this song, in fact, I'll cast you back to 1989 when it was released. Not that I heard it when it was released in 1989, but I was 13 years old. So I'd just become a teenager and had just started year eight in 1989 and was heavily involved in our local youth group. I think it must have been maybe 1990, 91, a couple of years later, but we went to this uh, big youth rally. It was called Kairos that we met at the Nord High School Hall. And that was my first statewide youth rally so to that point you know youth group was just the local church thing but this was the first time that we gathered in the hall and the guest performer there was steve grace never heard of him before but loved his music and in particular one of the songs that he 
sung that night, the lyrics in particular really spoke to my heart and probably the stage of life. It was the right song at the right time and just trying to find my way as the oldest. Yes, I had the influence of parents and youth group leaders and so on. But as you do, you're really trying to find your way. Yeah. From there on, I, you know, I, I love the song. Of course, uh, Christian radio didn't exist at that time. This yeah. is still a few years old. So what did I do? I've gone straight into what was then Word Bookstore. Yes. At the lower floor of the Black Stump Building, 25 Greenville Street in the city. I think we did ads for them later on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I went in there and I bought my first cassette of Steve Gray. Cassette. And it was my first introduction. That was my first introduction to the contemporary Christian music scene. I just remember playing it over and over. And the name of the album, Children of the Western World, was the name of the album. Yeah, Children of the Western World. We should say the song that you have chosen as well, uh, Big Dreams. Big Dreams is the song. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes, I apologise. I never no, told you that, did I? Big no, no. Dreams. All good, yeah, all good. Though I know it's true I'm a lot like you We got big dreams for little people Big Dreams from the 1989 album, of which he has released a few different versions of this song, but that was the original one that came out then that that you really latched onto, Brenton. Yeah, because the lyrics of that in particular, again, you know, it was the oldest of three, that outside influence was fairly big for me at the time. I was kind of feeling my way through adulthood. Let me read you some of the lyrics. I'm trying to do the best I can, working out which way to go in a world that I do not know. I want to see these hopes and dreams turn to faith in things unseen. I'm learning more of who I am. Doesn't that speak to every teenager? Really? Yeah, yeah. You know, we're trying to learn more about who we are. And, of course, in particular, uh, Steve mentions in this song about the faith of Abraham. There's just like that man of old, he had a faith so strong and bold to have the faith of Abraham. And also in there is this prayer, Lord, I pray these dreams one day will not just all just fade away. My heart's desire is in your hands. I long to be a righteous man living by your perfect plan. So this song really speaks about pursuing those dreams, having faith, and specifically taking inspiration there from Abraham as a strong man of faith. But like I said, it was the right song at the right time. You know, I was very conscious about studying well, finishing school well, not wasting the years that we've got, having a good work ethic and and making the right choices. Not for me specifically, but for God. So faith early development, you know, was through Sunday fun day and then youth group and then when you know that you're finishing school you kind of you're out on your own a bit more yeah and so there I was in 1993 finishing high school and Altamira had started and I actually put my hand up to join as a volunteer in the ranks of uh, volunteer radio announcers in 94 so that's coming up to 30 years now and again I was quite clueless and then uh, at the same time volunteered with our CFS brigade so all along this song is playing in my car and now listening to it and actually announcing at Altamira opened up my you know, world to the, con- uh, the contemporary Christian music scene. It was amazing. What made you want to volunteer in the first place, Brenton? I think because of the influence that that music had had for me in those years of development at school. So while I was there doing year 12 and a lot of people, certainly at the time I was doing school, I remember a lot of people actually they kind of knew what they were going to do. They were all quite determined as to go on to university or they knew what kind of work that they were going to try and find, but I didn't. So when 
this music was playing and I was doing my assignments, burning the midnight oil, being able to glean from lyrics of Big Dreams and other songs like it, I was really inspired by that. And I thought, wow, what a great medium this thing called radio is. I had never really entertained the idea of radio. It seems like such a lofty out there type idea when you're a kid like what who goes into radio like it's like that's just for those sort of people that's not for me i would imagine absolutely but i just found it such a helpful influence in my life at that stage uh, a guiding voice you know listening to the announcers at the time and also the music as well and so i just felt like i, I wanted to be part of that scene the fact that radio can into people's homes and their cars and speak that kind of influence into their lives. And that was the kind of environment I wanted to be in for those early founding years of faith and personal development. And so, yeah, put my hand up to become a volunteer and then pursued tourism as a career, thinking that that's where it would all go. Became a tour guide because I was driving fire trucks with the CFS. It wasn't you know too far a stretch to drive buses around and take people on bus tours of our highlights of the Adelaide Hills and so yep. on here in South Australia. So that's where I thought it was going. But then, of course, one of the big things that we picked up at Altamira was a contract with Telstra to provide the Telstra dial-up weather information service. And so before the days of the internet, you could phone 1196. And in between volunteer announcing at Life FM in the studio, you would run into the next door studio and record these forecasts that came through on fax from the Bureau of Meteorology. <laughs> and you would record these forecasts down in you know, analog, down the, the phone line, and they would go all around the country. So forecasts of Brisbane and Sydney and Melbourne and metropolitan forecasts all around the country. And that kind of became a training ground for me in weather, as was my time with the CFS. So the country fire service, bushfires, floods, storms and other natural and man-made disasters. Very quickly, this kind of appreciation for weather began. In the end, the role uh, at Life FM as a volunteer became a, a paid role, full-time announcing as well as the weather uh, in the afternoons and then a couple of years breakfast show. So eight years there in total and eight years as a volunteer with the CFS. And the door then opened actually to become a full-time media spokesperson with the CFS. And in doing that, having daily contact with the newsrooms across Adelaide and South Australia, in fact, all around the country when we had major incidents. And in the end, through building those connections, the door had opened to become weather presenter, not a meteorologist, but very passionate about the weather and now newsreader and still profiling those sorts of uh, activities and incidents that our fire crews respond to to this day. So really, the platform is the only thing that's changed over the years. I'm still doing what I did when I yeah. first left school. Faith is still, you know, a, a founding force, uh, a foundational force in my life and for my family as well. I'm a family man, got three kids. And so when I again, and I still to this day listen to Steve Grace, Big Dreams, and it's almost like a prayer for my own children now. So is this getting played in the car when kids are in the car? What do they think of dad's music? <laughs> yes, it is. It is played. <laughs> and I've often thought about that because, you know, as you mentioned earlier on, Steve Grace, Big Dreams, he's done it and recorded it several times and pretty well every decade. It's got the, the flavour of the decade with it. But the original version in 1989 has a very 80s, uh, you know, distinct sound yes, to it, yes. which is the one I still play. So I'm not too sure what they uh, what they think of it. I think they're probably too young to know the difference. All I can hope is that, like I did, listening to those lyrics, uh, again, let me read it to you. My heart's desire is in your hands. I long to be a righteous man living by your perfect plan. You know, your will be done, not mine. And so when I heard that song, that was the prayer that resonated in my heart. Lord, your will be done, not mine. You know, I'm just trying to do uh, the best that I can here. 
And if I can go back and, you know, encourage young people, including my own children, and again with some of these lyrics here from Steve Grace, that's all I could ask for really because that's 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 something that, um, you know, I just want to be able to inspire the next generation. I'm now 47 years old. That song is still relevant to me as it is, as it was rather back then in, in 1993. Yeah. I'm kind of back to where I was in year 12 in 93 where uh, I asked myself, well, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? I have no idea. But the faith element is there as it was back then. So not that when I finished school, I wasn't scared or worried. Yeah. Faith was real to me and is real to me to this day. And so even at age 47, 30 years later, people will ask, well, so what are you going to do next? What what are you going to do for the rest of your life? I actually have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Brenton, for the young people that have never heard this song before, what do you want them to take away from this as we put it on in just a second? You know, I think in in the chaos and complexity of life at the moment, it's easy for us to lose focus on having dreams. And myself included, you know, life is busy. Yeah. And we do get sort of uh, overwhelmed by everything. And so I just, my prayer for you now is as you listen to this song, whether you're hearing it for the first time or maybe you yourself have a connection to this song and you're listening to and go, yeah, I just hope and pray that, um, you know, you haven't lost sight of your dreams, that in amongst all the chaos and complexity of the world that we're living in, God still wants us to have those dreams and ambitions. And it's all about seeking him, his kingdom, and him as king first in your life. You know, every night on the news, I kind of look at what's going on around the world and go, okay, well, this is uh, this is getting interesting, isn't it? And uh, what kind of world are we navigating and negotiating here? And particularly as a father of three now, you know, I'm trying to put my best foot forward for them as well. What kind of world do I want them to grow up in? And it's dreams are still important. And, uh, and, and not only that, in particular, having the faith around it. Absolutely. I love it. All right, let's chuck it on for everyone now. This is Steve Grace, Big Dreams. Brenton Rackless, thank you so much, mate. Thanks for having me, Adam. Great to chat. I want to be someone someday.
This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe you have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidang at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.